previously last week, the heroes were swallowed by the Underdark and deposited in the Fennet Fetters as prisoners of the sadistic Ilvara Mizrum, priestess and commander of the outpost Velkanelvelv, which serves as a slave farm for Menzoberazan. As the party acquainted themselves with their fellow prisoners, Zantanov slipped out of the cell and... Taking back their confiscated weaponry, he was surrounded by giant spiders. Thinking fast, he was able to win over their spidery hearts with an epic dance and return to the break. Uh, return to break away the remaining prisoners from jail. And just as you were about to break your fellow teammates out of their cell, the cavern erupted in a cloud of chasmian frocks, crashing into the chamber, raining down confusion as you and the prisoners made good your escape. Behind you, the screams of Elvara mounted as a party in pursuit faded, and the sounds of the demonic battle were put behind you as you made distance between you and Velkan of Elv. Darn drow and their silly names. <laughs> they seem appropriately like dour. They seem like gloomy, like you're Velken and Velve. They're you gotta delve away from Velken and Velva or else. Uh... Mm -hmm. Currently, you guys are making your way down a corridor, and I will need marching order as well as how you all are seeing currently. I believe most of you have dark vision. However, I know a few of you do not. Like one person doesn't. I don't have dark vision. Really weird being a kobold and not having dark vision, but it's the same as Dragonborn not having dark vision. Equally weird. I have blind sight. Good for you. I, yeah, ten foot of blind sight. Nothing invisible sneaking up on me unless they're trying to hide. Uh, I guess I'll, I, I'll be first. Zantanov out in front. You're taking point. I'm probably just holding onto the coattails of somebody with dark vision. That's the safest way to do it. It's like tying each other off in uh, a mountain climbing. You want to make sure everyone's secure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Following the sure steps of Zantanov, you continue down this passageway. And it takes about two hours before you notice any difference. It is a straight line, undisturbed. The passageway does not change in width diameter. It's the same passageway as you guys move along. And then you start to notice ever so slightly a slight slope develop 
You are now heading downhill. Uh, shouldn't we be trying to go upwards? Yes, I believe that would be wise rather than going towards them. Is this like the only like it's just a straight shot down? There are no branches, there are no opportunities to make a direction change. This is the only avenue open to you, unless you would like to turn around and head back to Velknavelv. No. Okay. Realizing it, you continue, and it's hard to make any kind of distinction, but you're sure of it now. You are, in fact, heading downward, the slope becoming more pronounced as you continue. It's hard to notice. The increase in the grade is very, very slight, and it increases very slowly. And as you notice this, a wave of terror washes over you, shortening your breath, making your jaw clench. They're right behind you. You know that you'll be recaptured. Frantically searching the tunnel for a crack or a recess to hide in, your vision narrows, and then you turn blood red in anger. Death! <laughs> Ilvara dares pursue me? Screaming in rage, you pull your weapons and storm back towards your pursuers, the anger leaking out of you until you're so mad. And then after a few moments, you deflate, leaving you vaguely confused. There's something tensioned in the air, like a submarine at a thousand feet. The pressure is... It's in your head, you can feel it. And you all look around, the question passing between you silently as you backtrack and return to your previous course, uneasy. Well, that was weird. Quite unbecoming. All of you felt this emotion. All of you feel a little embarrassed being so overcome. And then you arrive yourself, you find yourself in a cavern that opens up. Whale. There is a large statue of a whale on wheels at the opposite part of this cavern. That's a pretty cool whale. On wheels? Car, car, on it now. Car. <laughs> I'm sorry. It? I can't see anything. So. I can't it? see the car. <laughs> What's going on? I, I, I think just, it's just the whale. The whale. Yep. Rex is gonna like. Tap her foot. Oh yeah, you can't see. Are we in water and I didn't realize? <laughs> it looks pretty watery. 
there is no water in this particular cavern. You hear a slight trickle as there's like streams and unseen water trickling around. However, this passage oh. does seem to be hewn from rock, and other than the giant whale statue on the opposite side, doesn't seem to be any significant features. Hmm. Can I go inspect the whale statue? Absolutely, and the rest of you are able to see the entirety of the cavern. While it is dark and the shadows do obscure several portions, there are luminescent, bioluminescent funguses and lichens hanging down from the ceiling. You are able to see. I would also like to go investigate the uh, statue. All right, Zantanov and Grex, which one of you is in front? Maybe. Squid can go first. That squid is octopus. Same difference. Whoa, Actually, whoa, whoa. The fact that you think they're the same thing. Oh, you probably the think same difference. And when it comes down to it, when you fry it, it tastes the same. Actually, it doesn't. <laughs> You're not frying it enough. <laughs> I fried them the exact same. Anyway. Stepping forward, Zantanov, you step into something soft and squelchy. Looking down, you see... As you pick up your boot, you make eye contact with a single eye that furrows its brow as you remove your foot, leaving a muddy boot print, causing the eye to blink and water. Not wearing boots. Oh, excuse me, as you remove your sucker, your tentacle. Okay. The eye continues to like water up and turn red and, and question you. You see this eye ask you without words, why did you just step in my face? Can I look at it with an apologetic look? Absolutely. You pick it up your pseudopods, move around the eye and continue. However, you do notice that the surface is dough-like. I mean, I guess I'm just going to continue with like gliding across. And looking for a solid piece of rock or some purchase you can press down onto, you find a cobblestone slightly raised up, and stepping onto that, you hear Wait, it. wait, wait. That might be a trap. Can I, like, not do that? Yes, you can. You avoid that particular stone that was suspiciously raised up. And yes. Continue towards the golem. I mean, the stone whale. The what? <laughs> Oops. Hmm, I'm not so sure about this whale anymore. It looks so unintimidating. That's why I chose it. I was like, this cute token could not possibly be dangerous. Hmm. I'll continue to approach the whale. Grex, I need a perception check. As you see Zantanov step over that stone, I want to make sure that you 
I want to make sure you notice that he purposefully did not step on that raised cobblestone there. Yep. You noticed that it was purposely avoided, and you do so as well. Okay. Where is the stone? I'll say it's this one. Okay, so the one right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Good to know. You go ahead and walk right around that one, and you both continue to examine the big whale statue on wheels? You see that its heavy eyelids are closed at the moment. That implies that they can open. Hmm. Is there anything other than that on the statue? Like, how do the wheels work? Are they, like, functional wheels? Can it be moved around? Oh, yes. These wheels look like they're lubed up and ready to go. Oiled and ready. That's not good. Can I, like, touch the statue? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to follow along behind Grex. All right, Finn, you do so, making sure to follow his footsteps and making sure you don't set off anything. I like it. And looking over at Zantanov, reaching out an arm. Zantanov, you touch the statue, and immediately you see both of the eyes open wide, eyes focusing, pupils narrowing onto you. Does it seem hostile? Immediately, you see the wheels start rolling, and it turns to face you, and like Truckosaurus, it starts moving towards your direction to roll n to roll you over. I mean, I can't really be rolled over, so... I... Uh, you know, them... Yeah, mm, that might be too powerful. You octopus people, how can you not get run over? Explain. Resistant to bludgeoning, also oh, the the skeleton. So they're squishy; they can fit into small stuff. So I mean, rolling them over wouldn't really do much. So you all watch as Zantanov squeezes himself into a crack as this giant stone golem propels itself on its wheels and begins to roll over and try and crush Zantanov over and over again. And seeing that Zantanov is unharmed, like turns around. And uh, <laughs> it, it tries to like uh, run him over again. It's like, that wait a minute. Tap. It's not run over. <laughs> Your frustrated whale sounds. I see. And I camouflage. At this point, we're gonna need initiative as you guys have entered into a squishum, a squishum rolls. Okay, um, I have advantage by some place. A one. There goes my roll for the the session. <laughs> Starting off strong. 
Right, Finn, natural 20. Oh, wait. Yep, yep, that's going to be going first. You're up first, man. Um... <laughs> Okay, um... Can I cast Arcane Weapon on my uh, deck of cards? Absolutely. And, uh... I'm gonna use... Can I tell what the what it's made of? Stone or wood or... Stone. Stone. Uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna, I guess just fire damage. So that'll do an extra. What is it? D6 of damage when I. So that's on my whole deck, each card I have to, unless I want to change it, I will have to spell a cast again. Alright, and then I'm just going to do a card throw. Hell yeah. Twenty-four? Twenty-four hits. Alright, plus... 1d6. Alright. 6 plus 8. 6 plus 8, that's 14. I've got the damage. Okay. Alright. Grex, you're up. So, okay, it's pretty close to me. Yeah, yeah, it's real close. You can uh, reach out and spit the tail. Does it uh, appear to be just trying to roll people over, or does it, the tail seem functional? It seems like this thing is uh, mostly focused on squishing. Okay. I'm going to use my bonus action to manifest my echo up on top of the tail. I got your tail. Um, and then I will use my action to have it attack. Right around me. Twenty five hits. Twelve points of slashing damage. Alright, I got the twelve. I wonder if this 
I bet he does have resistance to slashing. Damage immunities. Poison, fi Phychic. Psychic, bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. Alright, so you see the slashing reach out. Does no damage. Unless it's uh, magical attacks? Nope. Not yet, huh? Nope. Uh, Grex, upon seeing this from, uh, happen, she's gonna eat and just run away. <laughs> oh god. That point. The whale on wheels is gonna turn around. Who dares squish my tail and vroom? <laughs> I'm gonna need. Does the echo need a deck save to stay on? Oh hell yeah, deck save from the echo, oh. Finn. I'm gonna need deck save to jump out of the way as well as Grex. Okay, so the echo got a natural twenty to stay on. All right, he's lassoed on there. He's riding that bull. And I got a nine to avoid being flattened. I got a five. I'm, I'm flattened. Both of you get run right the hell over. Both of you are going to be knocked prone. And let's see if I actually hit you. Does a 17 hit you, Finn? Yeah. 27 hit you, Grex? Yeah. Right. I'm not going to roll full damage on this guy because that's, that's mean. Just 1d8. And a 1! Alright, so both of you are going to take 9 damage as you get flattened by this whale on wheels. Denthalore, you see your teammates get squished a little bit. What are you doing? Alright. Here we go. Here we go! Denthalore's time to shine. Right, I gotta make sure I know what is an action and what is a bonus action. Uh, bonus action is the one with the bonus and to do it the thing without the action. Oh, thank you, thank you. Just yeah, I'm helpful. Confused. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not helping unravel that confusion, am I? Denthalor is going to move up. Alright, and he is going to... He is going to initiate um, Giant's Might as a bonus action. And become really big. Really big, yeah. Just he like ladies like. Now. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And, um, oh, let's see. Now, all right. Okay, so... I'm gonna need... I'm gonna need a deck save. From oh, there's you only know about that guy, and he does not have a particularly minus one to dex. So that's gonna be at eleven. Oh, that's not gonna pass. Oh no. Um. That's how much. 
Here we go. Oh, I was supposed to... Okay. I don't know what happened. I've got the 16 damage. Uh, should I add four onto that? No, no, no. It was only it was only one. It was only one. All right. I'll... It was only one of those. I accidentally clicked it twice. I have no clue what's happening. No, but no hey, problem. Nat 8. No, no. Pretty good. Max damage. Take it easy, Facebook, with all the, the glitches over there. That's eight acid damage. And, um, yeah, that's it for his turn. All right, you uh, drip acid onto the stone golem, and you see that it does damage. It does damage oh, that you thought it was going to do. And then you see this whale, cute little whale eyes turd, and it's going to be stared at you menacingly. I, I kind of I kind of imagined um, the acid breath. Have you seen Shin Godzilla? Mm, that's so depressing. It's like, it's a, it's a terrifying breath weapon. I'm, I'm going to put it in the chat. It's just sad. What's up with all the bad breath weapons around? But it's it seems it seems terrifying. But like that's a sad movie. Uh, uh, elaborate. I haven't seen this. Why is it so sad? Um, it's Godzilla movie, but it's it's just really sad because it's like. He's all depressed because the world's being destroyed and all that. It's it's just really fucking sad. He just wanted help. Well, just because the world's he's being destroyed. He's in constant, like he's in constant pain. Like this entire his existence causes him pain. Ah, uh, bro, I feel like this is my long lost soulmate. And just because the world's ending doesn't mean you can be sad. I'm gonna put it in links. Like it's a. Also it sounds terrifying. It looks terrifying. Ah, now I'm on board. All right, Zantanov, I did not log yourself. I did not log your initiative, so I'm gonna have you go now. Oh yes, forget all about me. I'm sorry. Did I miss it? Yeah, just for that. Oh, there's your initiative. It's twenty. Or is it five? No, it's five. I did have you correct. It's okay. twenty. I have an um, advantage. Okay, I will move you on my mistake. Because of natural explorer. Man, these octopus rays. My, mm, I am quite. I impressed. think that's a ranger thing. That's a Not ranger thing. It's something up there. Oh. Uh, Thank you for oh, the correction. No, it's natural explorer. I'm retarded. It's a ranger thing, right? Yep. Mm. Got you correctly right after Grex now, but we'll take your turn uh, before we we introduce that guy. Okay. Um, so on this first attack, I'll have advantage again because of natural explorer. So, uh, gonna shoot him. Doesn't matter. It's gonna go wide, yeah. unfortunately. In one second, I have another attack. Ooh. Oh, wait. 
Yep, because of Dread Ambusher. So, yeah. Ooh, what's Dread Ambusher do? Uh, I'm excited to see you branch out from a barbarian and wizards to these ranger classes. I've never seen this ranger business going on. This is fun. At the start of your first turn of each combat, your walking speed increases by 10 feet and lasts until the end of that turn. If you take the attack action on that turn, you make one additional weapon attack as part of the action. If the attack hits, the target takes an extra 1d8 damage of the weapon's damage type. Sniper! Right, well, 24 is going to hit. Alright. Yeah, not many, not many people play Ranger since it's the bad class, according to all the memes and jokes. Oh, that was Bard. Not great. The damage on this, it's going to be affected by three things. Alright. Shadow Strike, Dread Ambusher, and Z Strike, or Zephyr Strike, because I'm not writing that out. Wow, that's a lot. Yes. Go on. 14, 6, that's 20, 24, 22, 24, 26, and then 32 total. Yeah, there's the force damage from the first strike, I believe. Don't know. Why is it adding the stuff together? That's a no. Alright, I've got the damage. That might be wrong. Uh, if you hover over the 14. Oh, that 14 is because I pressed it together on the longbow. Just take the 6 damage for the longbow, the force damage, and yeah, ignore the 14, I think. I might have done this wrong. No problem. I will ignore the 14. So yeah, there's the 2d4, the 1d8, and another 1d8 plus the 6. So yeah, it's just 6, 4, 2, 6. You all see a flurry get launched into this wheel on whale on wheels, and it is taking not as much damage as you hope. You see it thrash about the cavern. Stalactites rain down around you. This thing looks like it's pissed, and it's not taking enough damage fast enough. Is this a high ground? That was the pedestal. I'd say it's about three or four feet raised up off the ground of where the whale on wheels was perched before you woke it up. Okay, is there any actual high ground that I can get on? There is not. It's like this entire cavern was meant for flattening. The walls. Can I get on the walls? I think you actually could, but the rest of everybody maybe not. Well, I think Grex can fly kind of, but but yeah, since you have pseudopods. I'd like to stick myself to the side of the wall. How far are you going up? Uh, gonna use at fifty feet. So, gonna get over here with my twenty-five or thirty, and use the rest to like get high up on the wall. Call it about twenty feet up in the wall. Yeah. Right. Then we're gonna go back to the top of the initiative order. All of you looking around the cavern searching for a means of escape look towards this exit towards the west of the room not wanting to return towards the pursuers Ilvara who's surely hot on your heels you think maybe that is their best means of escape and as you look towards it you see rippling through the shadows long mouths appear and open revealing rows of jagged concentric teeth 
but I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Finn. What? All right. Okay, I don't know if you saw this in general chat or not. I'm gonna have to roll today. Uh, move on over here. Mm hmm. I'm gonna move, move on over here. Move on action. Okay. And I, got, I, I guess I'll this. try to just do another card throw at it. Oh, I have another fucking action. Okay, first off, I roll every time Jay meets a male character. 19. 19 minutes. However, you got very that, fucking close. You got 15, my dear. Uh, the threshold was 17 for the secret roll. Three. I need to roll for 10 you damage. Now, is, uh, this uh, is going to be magical damage, right? It's a secret Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I'm just double checking. Arcane weapon turns my non magic weapon into a magic weapon as long no, as it's, it's cast. Alright, very good. Just got to double check yeah, because you are hitting a, a schmone golem. Yeah. Alright, I got the 10 damage. Now, moving on to Greg's turn. Um, I'm gonna get up after being knocked prone. <laughs> which is half my movement, which Pin should probably also have noted. <clears throat> um, and... Not really much I can do. I don't have magic. Are you fleeing? Are you fighting? Is this fight something you can finish with the small amount of time you have? Or do you just uh, run for it? Move over here. Mm hmm And then, similar to when we were in the stomach acid of the worm, Rex is going to kind of... <coughs> spit out ice at the golem. <laughs> Yeah. Did it make a constitution save? Con save. Oh, that's not good, but he's going to have a high con, right? No plus five to con, so that's a 14. That passes. Yeah. Uh, Rex is going to curl up into a ball. <laughs> oh, man. Zantanoff, you see your friend uh, from your position on the wall curl up into a ball after... Bitten on the on the whale on wheels. This is your move? Having no effect. <laughs> cool. Oh, wait, is it my turn or? It is your turn. Cool. Uh, let me stop moving that. So nothing's really affecting the whale. The whale is barely taking damage. You notice that of the damage it has taken, only the magical energies has affected it. 
any kind of constitution saves are not really working too well against it. This is uh, going downhill fast. Well, I don't have magic damage. Um, can I shoot the wheels? Absolutely, shoot the wheels. You do notice that these wheels are built into the body of the stone golem. It seems to be a part of its anatomy. So what's connecting it to it? The, well, it's like, I'm kind of imagining like hundreds of ball bearings underneath the whale, but also I also like uh, can picture like two giant paddle boat steamer wheels on, I'm picturing different things. Let's go with the uh, two giant paddle boat steamer wheels, and so you aim for the sprocket, the uh, the axle that connects the wheel. It's going to make it a little bit higher of a difficulty of the shot, but if you hit it, it could be uh, effective. The hit. That the twenty-three hits. All right, damage. Yeah. 13 damage you arc a bolt right into the lube part and you see it start grinding to a halt does damage and at this point he has taken enough damage to where he is starting to show signs of injury wow this point he is going to try and run over Denthalor you're the closest one and then he's going to try and go all the way across the cavern and smash into the wall underneath Zantanov and knock you off the wall knock you off of the wall well that's awesome. I, I have a question I have a question okay go ahead instead of a deck save can I try and stop him like with a strength roll. Strength saving throw. Go for it. Nice. This is thing arcs believe, 10 feet into the air and like tries this. to belly flop on you. Let me see if um my giant's might gives me. Ah, uh, yes, I have advantage. It's going to be against his strength. We'll just do a straight strength roll off. Plus seven? No, plus six. Excuse me, plus six. Uh, it's going to be a 20 on my end. Oh, I got 15. You hold up your arms and immediately get run over and turned into a pancake. Good. Uh, I keep rolling ones on this guy. All right, you're going to take... It's not that flat pancake. <laughs> it's one of those fucked up pancakes that's super fluffy. Um, it's going to be a plus six. You're going to take seven damage from being flattened, and then he's going to come over here and smash into the wall. enough. I'm going to need a strength check as you are being thrown about. Chunks of the wall are raining and detaching themselves, and you're having to grasp and try and find a finger hold to stay on the wall I mean okay 
kind of suction to the wall, though, so... I mean, if chunks are falling off, it'd Did still be... Find the footing? So is this a dex or a strength? Because, like... You're right, it would be a dex check. It have anything to do with what I'm doing. Absolutely right. The pieces of the wall that you're holding onto are falling off. You're having to readjust your handholds. It's going to be a dex. Not a problem. You're able to swing onto the different stalactites and stay above the whale on wheels. No problem. And that is the end of the whale's turn. Wait, did I just skip Zan? Did I just skip Zandanov's turn? Yes. I'm sorry. Wait, no, 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 because no, I did the thing no. earlier. That's a lie. Okay, okay, I was worried. All right, so uh, Den, Denvalor, you're up. Um, Denvalor, ever the persistent one, is just gonna get up, completely unfazed from getting rolled over by the whale. He's gonna march on over to it. Big is this whale, by the way. Ooh, I'd say he's about, like, uh, give him a good 100 feet. How heavy does this whale look? It's a 100-foot whale made out of stone. It's, it's, he's a big boy. Hmm. <laughs> this is not hmm. the most opportune time to show your strength off. Hmm. How how are those wheels connected again? Uh, there Wait. are two giant paddle boat steamers connected by a thin axle, which has a arrow sticking out of it on one side. Oh, okay. Um, can I pull the wheels off? Just break the <laughs> axle and pull the wheels off. Try to heme in this shit apart. Absolutely. Give me a strength check. Nice. That's one. Now I have advantage. So, come on. Yay! <laughs> you hear the grinding of the wheels. You do some damage, but you don't quite break them. And as you do so, you look down and you have indented the ground that you're standing on. You see like little earthquakes crack the earth. And then you sink about three feet into the ground, almost up to your waist. You're mid-thigh into the ground. Would, would that count as an attack roll or just not? No? It would count as your action. Uh. As you look down, uh, sweat dripping off your brow, you see thin little tentacles start to raise up around your legs and pull you down into the ground as mouths begin to suck and open up and consume you. You are now stuck. Mm. Your movement, you are now restrained. Your movement is reduced to zero. Well, that's not good. That's not good either. <laughs> Several mouths open up in the ground in the indentation you've made. They begin to chew on you a little bit. Vin, you're up. Uh, um, I'm gonna move on to one of these stones. This one, and uh, 
Is that where that is, or is that just like what the ground is made of? The entire ground of this room is made up of a gibbering mouths, which, after its victims have been flattened by the whale on wheels, makes for a delicious pancakey snack. Wow. Okay. Um. Indeed, I designed this room for not combat. You guys are supposed to flee the hell out of here. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's too it's late. We picked our option. Listen, you have two fighters, a ranger, and and what is what is Finn again? <laughs> our <fizzer. laughs> You have. <laughs> When you have those, all of those are just standing to fight. Like, none of those have retreat anywhere in the vocabulary. <laughs> Guys, we gotta get out of here. What? Retreat isn't anywhere in my dictionary. What's, what's, Brother. what's that word mean? <laughs> retreat? What, what the hell is that? Retreat? Huh? Um, I guess just for the time being, I'm gonna another card um, I'm gonna yeah I can have it right. yeah so ten misses <laughs> surprising it's a hundred alright oh man going wide Grex you're up um, so the, uh, fleshy thing with mouths and eyes, is it, uh, happened to be making a bunch of noise? Sure. Yeah. It's, uh, a series of mouths that gibber. Yeah. It's, uh, making a little yeah. bit of noise. Yeah. Okay. That's not good. Um, so it's. That path to the west is not actually blocked. Correct. It is not blocked. In fact, that is your best means of escape, and I suggest making your way towards it. As you look around, the whale on wheels is intent on crushing you, and whatever splatters left is going to be slurped up by this mouth thingy. My echo is gone because when it gets more than 30 feet away from me, it disappears. Unfortunately. Um... So that is a long way away. Grex is just gonna dash on over that way. <laughs> Run and dash, you get all the way to the edge of the room. You see that this exit of the cavern would be too small to allow for the whale to proceed and chase you. Any bonus action? You good? I don't have any bonus actions. Zandanov, you're up. Uh, so the whale is like right below me, right? It is indeed. Is there like an opening on it? Like, is its mouth actually functional? It got a blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> this whale is a blowhard, but it ain't got no functional blowholes or mouths. So it's just solid rock. Big old solid chunk of rock. So, how are the... Okay. 
so there's no opening whatsoever on this wheel. Looking it over, you see... Oh, wait, it does have a blowhole. It was just breathing. Yes, it does have blowholes. Wait, it breed? It, it breed. Can I get in it? Dropping down onto the whale, you look for access into the stone golem through the nose holes on top of its head. Give me a dex check as you try and squirm into this thing. You guys see Xantanov drop down onto this bull that's bucking and tries to buck the Xantanov bull rider off. DC was 12. You're successfully able to latch on, dropping your tentacles into the blowhole. You drop down inside of it. What's inside? I'm kind of picturing like a Paul Bunyan situation where you have a... Uh, unmanned but uh, operational control center full of like different levers and you see like uh, a big uh, what do you call this thing this is like a big um, it's not a loudspeaker but it's just like a blow horn that you speak into and, and it amplifies the noise coming out of its mouth there's no one in here no one in there it is a magically operated stone golem hmm if only I was inside of it. <laughs> yeah, you could dispel magic. Uh, did getting in here take my action? I'll say that you have... Uh, no, you got an action left. Yeah, you're just using your movement to hop on in. Alright. Um, what looks like the most important thing in here? There is, in a small cage, a rotating emerald gem that casts beautiful green light in a circular pattern around this control room. Yeah, that looks important. Could be, could be. Gonna take it. As soon as you pull it out of its socket, you hear... And slowly, as if drawing out the movement the power source of this giant whale on wheels... It slowly creaks to a halt. Can I eat the gem? Um, uh, only if you uh, want unlimited power. I want to eat the gem. <laughs> oh, no. It's spicy. It is like a uh, hundred scoville uh, pepper. It is very spicy, but you get it down. Mm, spicy. That is going to be I'll, the one. I'll eat I'll crawl out. Well, if I have movement left or whatever, at some point I'm crawling out. Yeah. You guys see uh, crawling out of the nose hole. Uh, it's a little bit of smoke coming out of uh, <laughs> coming out of his ears. Uh, Zandoff back on top of the whale, which is now not moving. Dunthalore, you're up. So I'm assuming it's going to take a strength check to get out. Ah, uh, yes, you are stuck inside of a hole of gibbering mouths. It is going to be a strength tech uh, to remove yourself. Is it gibbering? It is gibbering. It is like the actual effect of a gibbering mouth are taking place. 
The Mouther babbles incoherently while it can see any creature that isn't incapacitated. Each creature that starts its turn within 20 feet of the Mouther can hear must succeed in DC 10 wisdom saving throw. Well, I'm going to need DC 10 uh, saving, wisdom saving throw from you. It's everyone within 20 wisdom feet. Wisdom saving throw? Yeah, so that's going to be from... Well, you're not quite... Yeah, it's the entire ground. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's just going to be you. Six? All right, that's... That's not the best. You are no longer able to take reactions until the start of... Until the start of your next turn. And I'm going to need you to roll a D8. D8? Mmm. Yeah, keeping my others aren't fun. You make a melee attack at a random determined creature within your reach. The only thing I in your reach. The whale. The or whale the or the gibbering mouth. mouth. So I'm going to need a, a D2. One will be the gibbering mouth, two will be the whale. Hey. <laughs> get lucky. You lash out at the ground and start chucking up these mouths, talking all their gibberish. And attack, uh, make an attack, yep. So you're going to make this attack, and then you're going to make your own attacks. Nicely ah! rolled. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Now my own attack, nice. 21 hits. And I still have my movement. You have your movement, however you're stuck. I'm going to need a strength check to extricate yourself from the dough-like ground you already, find yourself in. I already did that. Oh, did you succeed? I forget. I already did that. All right. Oh, 23. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Yeah, there it is. 23 succeeds. You are able to move. All right. Well, he's going to... All right. I've got the damage. Go 30 feet, which I believe is thirty feet. That's the end of his turn. Looks good, and with that we're gonna come to the gibbering mouth's turn. And he's gonna spit a huge loogie towards uh, it doesn't look like I can get anybody in the same nah I can't get I can't get to you in the same attack so it'll just be on the individual that just hit him last as soon as you run towards this you're running over towards grex and you make good headway and then a mouth opens up directly below you and erupts in a geyser of spit i need you to make a dexterity saving throw ah uh, geez i hope that's not acidic you are blind i hope it is acidic 
all the acid goes oh. right into your eyes. You are blind. <laughs> uh, I have blind sight. And you can still see. Damn it! <laughs> <sighs> well, that was less than effective. Finn! Uh, I am going to wave at our other party member that's been standing there the whole time. And... <laughs> And um, motion to move to the uh, exit. Magic bed, I'm like, request that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, um, hey, hey, we gotta go. Gotta go. Leave. Yeah. All right. So I can get there. In big brain on some shit sometimes. All right. And, um. Yeah, I know you didn't. I'm in my neck. Uh, that's all I'm going to do. So, just to confirm, you used your movement to go 30 feet. Are you going to dash? You're going to use your uh, action to dash? Uh, yeah, actually. And I should be able to make it over, right? Absolutely. You'll at least get over by Grex. All right. And it's probably pretty intelligent. Don't want to get bogged down in here, especially with Ilvara on your tail. Rex, you see your friend make the distance and come right up next to you. It's your turn. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge that uh, Finn has approached me, but then kind of turn towards the exit and just hop and glide out. (laughs) Yep, you bounce on out. You are now off the encounter map. Dunvalor, you see your friend, your cobalt friend, uh, Bale. I mean, it's only logical. Oh, but before your turn, uh, Xanthalor. Excuse me, Xantanov, your move. Uh, uh, there are eyes on the floor, right? All over the cavern, essentially this entire ground is gibbering mouths. Oh, yeah, did I need to make the wisdom saving throw? Yes, please, make a wisdom saving throw at uh, the beginning of your turn, just to make sure that you're able to get through the gibbering unscathed. Should I have done that too? (laughs) Yeah, both of you make wisdom saving throw and strength saving throws to make sure you're able to move. Both of you are fine. Both of you are fine. Grex, you with the nine, you, I'm going to say you're able to get off the map. However, you're just on the edge as another little tentacle wraps around your ankle and is trying to ankle bite you. Okay. That's a low DC. Not as far as you would like to get, but you are able to move out of the encounter map. Okay. Back to Zantanov. Oh. I can see that the floor is like monster, right? You can. Okay, I'm gonna pass Hunter's Mark on it. Damn it, 
Okay. Then I'm going to shoot it. Mark and shoot. Eye. Yep, right in the eye. The one of the many eyes. Whichever one's biggest. Get the big eye. That's the one that'll do the most damage. 23 hits. Seven. And then six. 23. Or excuse me, 13. No, let it be 23. <laughs> no, hold on. Now, at the beginning of your turn, I'm going to need a strength, excuse me, I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, wait, now? Mm-hmm. These dissonant okay. whispers from all these mouths combine together and begin to overwhelm your senses. You're fine. <laughs> Any movement on your turn? Uh, how big is the floor? The uh, entire chamber? Stone well that can move around and pretty freely. Mm -hmm. I don't want to put the thing back in the well. I eat that. So yeah, I'm going to get back onto the wall and start like crawling across that not a problem for you you crawl along the wall in the direction of your retreating allies i'm assuming i, I guess so i mean did that look like it did any damage to the floor the floor looks hurt the floor is bleeding in multiple places but the whispers they make it hard to look directly at this floor you don't want to meet it eye to eye Especially after just wounding it in the eye. Two, three, four, five, six. I'll say you can get right about there. You're almost off the map. The whale is no longer with us. Dumbledore. All right. So I need to make a wisdom oh, save. Wisdom saving throw, please. So I just realized we had a we had a lot of people with us, didn't we? Hey, you do oh, remember yeah, that? And other prisoners. As you look around, you see several of the other prisoners are up to their neck in gibbering mouths, being pulled under. At the last second, you see Topsy and Turvy completely swallowed. No. Up, up. I'm a, I'm attacking. I'm attacking it. I don't know. I'm I'm attacking it. <laughs> Topsy, Topsy, no. You I'll attack. Like oh, wisdom saving throw. Yeah, you're fine with the 22. Nat 20, you're fine. 16 is going to hit. Yeah, 16 hits. And I get, get takes another 1d6 because I'm in Giant's Might. Oh, damn. Which I, which I forgot to add earlier. I'll roll up another d6. Nice. How injured does the floor look? At this point, it's becoming concerning. Several points of blood are erupting out of the mouths, and there's... You look around, and some of the points in the walls are dripping geysers of blood down into other mouths that are throwing up blood. Several of the other party members, the prisoners you escape with, are beginning to drown. Oh, no. You're gonna give me nightmares, man. 
Um, it sounds like we should cauterize some of those wounds. I'm gonna need a strength save. Strength save? Hell, I like the sound of cauterization. What? Not bad. Nineteen. Passes. But still. <laughs> Trying to hold it back some of the blood. <laughs> Trying like but burning still, hands. It takes. Let's see. Um. Uh, oh, it still takes the same amount of damage. It's just... Just, not uh, restrained. not restrained. I've got the damage. Then it's going to be the Gibbering Malvis turn. Unless you want to have any movement on your turn. Are you trying to get out of here? Kind of, but I don't want to leave anybody. <laughs> it's Understand. not in character for him. You look around. It's not in character for him. Pick one. You can take one. All of them. No. Topsy and Turvy. Fine. They're twins. It's a package deal. You can't separate them. Fine. You can Here's the two. rules. Now I just got to fish him out of this thing. You don't have fishing line? No, do you? I mean, it comes with the pack. Alright. Chibbery Mouth is gonna chew and then bite. Does an 18 hit you, Finn? Oh, that's a plus two. Uh, does a 15 hit you, Finn? Uh, no. That bite is really, really hot. That bite hurts a lot. It's probably for the best. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> it doesn't hit me. Point off. Roll a d6. I can't see that, so I'm going to roll again. And that's off the table, so I'm just going to roll it in the d20. <laughs> that recharges. He is going to spit bile. At you, Finn, because he already spit bile the other guy and he didn't become blind. Or he did become <laughs> blind, but it didn't work. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, Finn. 17. 17 saves. You Neo-Matrix dodge a giant globule of acid as it goes right over your face. Fitting for uh, Mr. Anderson over here. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Back to you, Finn. Uh, I'm not really much help, so I'm gonna skedaddle, skedoodle my way out of here. Glancing attack as you roll. Uh, what now? Would you like to make a fleeting attack over your shoulder as you flee? Uh, yeah, sure. Do I just do a regular attack or? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, no one saw that. Yeah, no, no worries. Greg's your move, and you are now off the map, Finn. Uh, and actually, Grex is off the map as well. Both of you have removed yourself from combat. 
and find yourself making your way down the column in safety or down the corridor in safety. All right. Zantanov, you see half of your party retreating and making their way, scouting up ahead. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. What are you doing? Is this eye inside the mouth an actual part? Of course it is. It's the extra vulnerable eye. If this is a video game, that would be the glowing red portion of the boss. Can I shoot I mean, that? it is glowing red. It is indeed. Go ahead and take a shot. I'm going to fill up my water bottle real quick. Do you have advantage? You are flanking uh, uh, because this guy is the entire ground. Why not? 21 is ah. going to hit him. Okay, hold up. That's going to be enough damage. How do you want to finish him off? That one, there's only one ways. Taking aim at the eye in the back of its throat, you puncture it and completely decapitate the top portion of its head, which detaches itself and starts running around in a bloody trailed circle before coming to a rest. Can I grab whatever thing is near me with my tentacles, person-wise, and take them out with me? You grab Shushor and the orc, Runt, who brush themselves off, each one of them almost half drowned in blood as they were up to their necks in these mouth holes being pulled under and slowly suffocated by the rising blood tide. Oh, Jesus, I thought it was a goner. Thank you. He's going to, like, grunt and nod and, like, toss him somewhere for, like, flipping the blood off his tentacles. Topsy! Topsy, no! Somebody please help! I can't get Topsy! He's stuck! <laughs> Denthalore's going to walk over and just shove his... Cause he's still large. He's still very large. He's going to... Here, Mike is doing. He's like stuck mouths or under the blood and pull them up. Oh. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you. Oh shit. Oh wow. You're huge. But thanks, guy. Oh my God. I thought it was toast. Oh man. Yeah. I thought he was toast too. Oh jeez. Thanks a lot, Mister. You're you're real big and strong. other people too and see if he can carry them out absolutely and it takes you a moment you gotta find which blood hole is actually full of a person and finding the bubbly ones that have a like a, a little bit of a foam rising up you're able to extract all the remaining prisoners who are all still alive at this point somehow the spider's okay I mean they weren't under for very long at this point they were not at this point, yeah, there are like no spiders with the group. seconds. The spiders left? The spiders what now? I'm sorry? Did the spiders leave? The spiders, unfortunately, were not able to follow you on your escape. They were... They have a, a symbiotic relationship with the drow, and that is their, it's their home turf. Unfortunately, they're not able to abandon their, their co-conspirators. I, I, yeah, they, they stayed back with the drow. I should have stolen one. Turn. That was spider. It's my kindred freaking 
Well, I guess I'm not a arachnid, but still, fellow eight-legged creature. And dusting yourselves off, you guys continue down the corridor, not wanting to lose time, knowing Elvara is hot on your tail. And as you continue, you notice the slope of the cavern continues to become steeper. While it was gradual and you first noticed the slope change, the grade becoming more and more intense, now it seems to be increasing as you walk along. It's noticeable. The tunnels open into a tiered cavern that curves with an underground river that lazily snakes through the expanding path. And as you pass, the grade continually proceeds to be all the steeper and the river becomes straighter and more powerful as you progress. After a few more hours, the path has crowded up into a narrow ledge along the miles wide gulch. The steepness has increased to a rush of water and you all are having to make your way on your hands and knees, occasionally slipping on the mossy rock underneath your feet. The water of the river that goes right next to you all has become a roar and it's difficult to hear each other over the thunder of the crashing water. I'm gonna need you all to make a dexterity uh, check as you try not to slip and each one of you is having a very difficult time. The ones in back, you do not want to slide down, crashing into your compatriots and flinging the entire party down the slip and slide. So we're How in... deep is the water? Question. Yeah. Can I have advantage because of the suction cups? You do have advantage, however, as you slurp onto the sides of the wall, you pull away moths and sticky slime. It's difficult even for you to get a hold. Whack. Since I'm already kind of covered in slime in the first place. It's a, it's a different slime. slime. This isn't my slime. It's algae slime. Finn, what was your question? I was just going to kind of say if I would have any kind of advantage since I'm a water genasi. Oh. Yeah, so. I'll give you advantage. I think I, have, I think I would have less advantage than Octo Dad over here. Mm, that's a good point. You guys make your way and you're able to catch your each, each other slipping and stop your falls and arrest your slides until Grex, you're not able to stop yourself and you go sliding. And boom, oh, I was in the front, so whoops. I was in the front. Yeah, you were in the front. <laughs> so you immediately are lost to the rest of the party and you just start sliding down. Okay. The rest uh, of you, I'm going to need another did, dexterity did the Lord check. Grab him? Unfortunately, I he's gone. Going. I'm going to need the rest of you to make another dexterity check as you try and hold on and keep your fingering. Uh, 
Oh, wait. Is this difficult terrain? This is not difficult. Well, it's difficult to terrain at a point. The the second hour of travel becomes difficult terrain, and as you continue, the slope turns from 45 into 50 into 60 into the point where you are now in a vertical sheer drop. And as you go along, you are having a torrential flood pour down upon you till eventually none of you can hold on and you are flung down a vertical shaft. And eventually, through what seems like 10 or 15 minutes, you emerge into a free fall and find yourself tumbling end over end, each one of you, before all of a sudden, you splash down into an enormous body of water. Welcome to the Dark Lake. And that's where we're going to take a five minute break. Oh. Ah, my chill at the bottom. <laughs> All right, sweet. Oh. I've got my moss pipe.
feel, I feel like how you on Palchi. I don't think throwing a giant whale wheel at you with a gibbering mouth was exactly balanced, my bad. We killed it, though. You being exceptionally more skilled than I am at building encounters is not a testament to... Uh, <laughs> is not a testament to playing <laughs> with me. I apologize. I gotta... I gotta take a second look, and... I mean, I can't even blame being too high anymore. Because <laughs> now I'm sober. Mm. Ah, good for you, Wookie. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God, this is so disappointing. I really have to... Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to come and ask... I'm gonna have to ask some more skilled players of mine, like, hey, um... Does this fight look balanced? I'm just gonna have to start screening all of my encounters. It'd be like, uh, Grex, uh, Zantanov, take a look at this. Is this acceptable? I mean, if they can survive it, even if the percentage is very small. <laughs> and I've mostly played with Grex, so he got he got me into D and D, so yeah. Hey. I've been playing a long time. Yeah, you have. So is your dad. Yep. <laughs> he yes, but were me. you taught with a D and D? Yes, I was actually. Oh, that's oh. So me and you, and we know the hell. We know there's a special kind of hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My first time playing was with his dad, Grex's dad, and he had us we on on second edition. Wow. Yeah. I found some second edition books at a bookstore. My it dad was wild. All of the first and second edition books. I remember when my dad taught me around the campfire how to play Dungeons and Dragons. Back before you kids with your electricity and your computers, we had abacuses to keep track of our stats. <laughs> Abacus. <laughs> I remember when they invented the abacus. <laughs> it was a sad day when no one would use string knot anymore. <laughs> These newfangled kids <laughs> not knowing how string dot works. <laughs> Forgot where they came from, detached from the roots. <laughs> I played a one-shot campaign the other day where I played an elf that was 470 years old. Hey, talk like this. Seen it all. <laughs> really? Because he's still in the prime of his life. <laughs> yeah. He's like 20 in elf years. I mean, like, actually, I think he's around 40. Yeah. I mean, they, live they only live... 700 I thought they lived to 750 well I was a shadow guy so I lived a little less ah so I'm pretty old but still a good century or two away from death it was fun though Wookie you gotta get some uh graphics up on this channel of yours 
but, 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 oh, that? No. <laughs> oh, you mean like an actual professional with interesting uh, graphics and uh, things that promote subscribers and actually encourage you, the community around the show? <laughs> oh, you silly, sweet summer, summer child, you. That's not what we're doing here. <laughs> People like the show, they can listen, but uh, this is we're going with the. Um, we're we're the not log. trying. Yeah, yeah, we're just we're not going with the. If people like it, man, they can watch. But I'm not trying to push it and shove it down people's oh, throats. Did you, it's too did much you hear that? Um, the Twitch got leaked. Everything on Twitch got leaked. <laughs> oh, not including my. how much streamers make. Oh, interesting. So I'm assuming it's the typical pyramid scheme where you have 1% of earners making everything and then 99% of everyone else. No, it was kind of balanced, actually. Whoa. This is just from, like, ad revenue and such. But um, Critical Role was the top earner, actually. No. Brad, just ad, ad revenue. Want to hear how much they're making? No, I don't, actually. I don't care. Shit. I don't give a shit about that. But it Nine does million. speak... It does speak to the quality of your fan base and, uh, you know, size like, like, that's is That's not everything. even, like, donations. That's not even donations. It's just ad, ad revenue. Wild. They're making $9 million on just ads. That's pretty crazy. It's the stuff you should know, effect. If you have, if you cultivate that kind of fan base, you're always going to have a higher quality fan base than the, what, what a fucking... Okay, I'm not going to say anything because it's just going to be hyper-insulting of people who have, like, huge shows, but it's all just bought and paid for subscribers, you know? Like, if I wanted to, I'd go get a million subscribers tomorrow on YouTube for 20 bucks. Do it. I don't want to. <laughs> Do it, Wookie. Come on. I'm calling out your BS. Do it. Well, my point being is that it will never be as high quality as a Critical Role fan base because that is that's something that people actually seek out and are interested in versus uh fakers like uh now again i'm okay getting back to the table <laughs> you guys <laughs> psh, 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 splash down in the waterfall and find yourself swimming in a completely dark environment some of you get vertigo as you try and figure out which way is up and then <laughs> when rex had gone into a free fall from the water, uh, she would have used her wings to slow her fall and attempt to find land. You, looking around, see a bank faintly illuminated by a... I don't want to say it's phosphorus. It's a bioluminescent... It's like fire lichen? I gotta Algae. look that up. No, no, it's actually a specified mushroom that looks like these giant fire stalks that are about three or four feet tall. And you make your way over there, and you're able to glide down onto it without getting your feet wet. Looking around at the different environment, it's tough because the amount of space illuminated by these mushrooms is only about 10, 20 feet before it disappears into complete darkness. However, what's revealed to you are several kinds of Zerkwood mushroom. Nice. Huh. Rex just kind of huddled near one of the fire stalks and wait for the rest of the party to hopefully find her. <laughs> After a few moments, the rest of the party is able to swim over and extricate themselves from the dark lake. I need... I need someone to roll a d3, please. Uh, 
No such thing. Oh, wait. <laughs> Roll a d6 <laughs> for me, then. I actually recently just picked up a d30. Oh. Ooh, I didn't know there was a d30. Yeah. So a four would be a two. Vin. Huh? Something bumps you right before you get to the surface. It's a shark. Oh, no. <laughs> I was fighting sharks in another campaign. <laughs> Wild. <sighs> All right. Well, I relay that to the rest of the party. Kick it. What? You want me to Can kick? I... <laughs> so, so Wookie, like ten feet, just ten feet around me. Is there anything there? The ten you, foot radius, yeah. You see a variety of different mushrooms. In addition to the zerk wood, you see these long fire stalks. In addition to these lovely blue bioluminescent lichens that hang down from different cracks. Essentially, the entire. Oh, go ahead. That Minecraft music? Yes. <laughs> I hear two things of music playing. Sounds like he's playing two different Minecraft musics over each other. I was. <laughs> Whoa, that was weird. Weird. Anyway. And looking around. In this 10 feet space around you, you see at least 20 different varieties of fungus. Of the edible variety, you see barrel stalks containing huge amounts of water, blue caps, fire lichen, a pale white orange that illuminates the area around you, along with ripple bark. Some more exotic funguses include the nightlight, the Nile hog's nose, Urumu, Timosk, and even the Tongue of Madness, which you keep a distance away from, not wanting to get confused. Don't get my boyfriend's DD character in here, he'll, he'll have a heyday. Go <laughs> oh boy. If you all would like to take a moment to provision yourselves of the different useful material that the mushrooms here would provide you, you may do so. Can I attempt to work out of the mushroom? What was that, Grex? Can I attempt to make a torch out of the mushroom? The one that glows. I feel like once you disconnect it, it's kind of like a glow stick. It's not going to last long. There's plenty of mushrooms. Taking out the fire lichen, this pale orange-white in color... You set it on fire, and immediately the heat is absorbed into the mushroom, which glow, which grows visibly, absorbing the heat into its actual physical structure. You think to yourself, wait, hold on, this is used for making hot spicy paste, which is sometimes added to liquors by the Durgar. Maybe I won't use this one as a torch. Let's, let me look elsewhere. Let's, what else we got? And you look over and try and find something that can be used as a, a light source. Can I search the water? Absolutely. You start looking into the waters, Antonov. Ah, here we go. Grex, you find some torch stock. These one or two foot tall mushrooms are combustible caps. 
and a single torch stock burns for about 24 hours and you light it and it's cast off a pretty impressive glow. Okay. I need you to roll a d6, please. I don't know. Five. You see some sparks pop, 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 pop off the cap, but it does not explode. Oh. Noted. Thinking to yourself, well, this could be extremely useful, but somewhat dangerous. I'll be careful and make sure that I don't put too much of this torch duck in one area. As you provision yourself with the torch duck. The light is cast over these enormous, massive mushrooms. The shadows that they cast over the rest of the chamber are kind of creepy as they stretch and creep and crawl. But you remember that they are edible, nutritionally equivalent to 1d4 plus 4 pounds of food. But more importantly than that, the Zerkwood mushrooms are used as a source of timber, one of the few sources of timber in the Underdark. And usually made, uh, usually used to make boats or rafts. Looking over, you actually see Topsy and Turvy cutting down one of the caps of the Zerkwood mushrooms, turn it over so it's a perfect bucket, pushing it out into the dark lake and start jumping inside of it and making their way out into the water, testing its watertight capacities. Right in front of you, Zantanov, you see that. Whatever was in the water circles the cap, but does not disturb the actual vessel. Can I see what it is? Inside the water? Yes. Give me a perception check. You see, for a moment, two bug eyes come up out of the water, look at you, you make eye contact, and then bloop, disappear back within the water. I want to follow it. You jump into the water, and you immediately see eight other Kautoa surrounding your party. Hmm. Hey, we got a Kautoa. <laughs> Is it hostile? At this point, you're so surprised at each other. You are essentially, e each one of you, you, know, you spit out all the air in your lungs. They are spitting out all the air in their lungs. It's like, spit take. <laughs> oh, it's just a... Hmm. Uh, Grex on land, after providing some sort of light source for herself, is trying to... Take off her clothing and dry off. She is cold-blooded. Gotta stay warm. Down here in the Underdark, you can't just pop into the sun and warm up. Mm-hmm. Uh, would we like to set up a uh, small camp? Grex? I need a fire. Uh, okay. I want to find a spot to set up a, a camp, collect some of the fungus that's used for wood, and try to make a fire. 
sure. Okay. Doesn't take you long before a moment's rest. You guys have a lovely warm fire crackling away, and you are resting. How long would you like to take? An hour. Short rest. Uh, yeah. The rest of you setting up camp. Zantanov, what do you do as this situation of surprise and shock unfurls below the water, away from the party site? I mean, are the fish people gonna be aggressive? They're kind of watching you to see what you do at this point. They're just out of range. I mean, if they pose no threat, I shall pose no threat. I'm just gonna swim off elsewhere. I'm gonna go deeper. Interesting. How deep? How deep does it go? You continue to three minutes without finding bottom. It's difficult to see, and especially as you continue to submerge yourself, whatever faint light sources cast by the fire. Might I see the dark vision for 30 feet with the addition of the magical dark vision of the equal amount plus the 60 foot dark vision? So you oh, wait, so it's actually 90 dark vision. Sorry, it's Damn. dark vision not to feet, and if I already have it, I have an extra 30. So wow. 90 feet plus 90 feet of magical. That's impressive. So you see far as fuck. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm built for the dark. Hell, I was I'm born in the dark, Batman. I was. <laughs> I mean, our fire our bottom feeders. You oh, continue. Ten minutes pass. And then you feel pressure. You've never felt terror before in black, inky rawness. And as you continue down, the madness presses in on you. It's thick, and you're having trouble swimming or breathing or just moving as you continue deeper down. I'm going to need a sanity check. What? A what? Mm-hmm. What? I'm going to need you to roll a sanity check. What's the sanity stat? I don't know why. It's D&D. Yeah, I know. It's D&D, but I mean, it's there, so I mean... In this particular module, sanity is a score that we will be tracking and we will be using. And as you continue down, you see four eyes looking back up at you. And you immediately know that's death. And you swim back up to the surface. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We all immediately know it's death. Down in your soul. If anything's true, you know this to be a fact. That should not be here. And you retreat immediately. So, damn, what was it? A Tarask? Worse. Nothing worse than a Tarask. Yeah. It was an elder brain slime puppy. Worse. Can oh, cool. I go back down for the elder brain slime? Oh, uh, have you not seen the elder brain slime dragon? Jeez. Heard of him. Yeah. What is it? Oh, it's a, it's a new type of dragon that's going to show up in Fizzbands. Fuck yeah. Along with the Beholder Dragon. Oh god, no. 
So, Wookie, just so I can know for the record, how far down was that if I had to assume? There is no bottom to the Dark Lake, but no, no, whatever no, no, no. resides... You mean, at- like, hmm? Yeah, no, whatever that thing was, how far did I have to go to get to it? The very bottom, something has emerged into the Dark Lake that should not have been there. Yes, but how far down did I swim <laughs> to it? Unknowable. I could count, can't I? I know how In a normal situation, do. absolutely. But overcome by madness and fear, all you could think, one thought in your mind, flee, retreat. Why am I afraid? And you emerge back up into the surface, just as the long rest finishes amongst your friend. Short rest. Short rest, thank you. All of you, if you'd like to take the short rest, uh, roll up some hit dice, you may do so. I would. I rolled one, I'm almost back at maximum. And Zantanov, as you rejoin the party, oh, go ahead. Was that all that was in the lake, incomprehensible eldritch horrors or something? Like, was there not anything else? The lake is full of mysteries. Unfortunately, you found the worst thing to find below the surface. Can I ever come back to it? Oh, he'll be coming to you soon enough. I wonder if that's my dad. Dad? Father? Father? You got the milk? (laughs) Um, I have uh, set up some form of uh, like drying rack and put all of her clothes on it so she's just kind of sitting there you guys are while trying to warm up Denthalore is going to do the same thing both of you are able to catch a warmth and get your body temperature back up and as you do so you look over and see Shushar and the topsy-turvy twins have finished constructing a series of boats raft uh, more like rafts but the boats seem watertight and everyone in the party seems to have a spot in the different vessels. Yes, I think these will be good enough for us to make the journey to Schlubbedorp. Where? My hometown, Schlubbedorp, has been the capital city of the Kaltoa for as long as I can remember. And soon I shall show all of you uh, the glory of my people. Oh, wait. He's a fish person, too? Yes. Sh- uh... Does he know about the other fish people in the lake, then? Most likely he does. Yeah, Shushar is a Kaltoa, and he probably would know something about the different Kaltoa here in the Dark Lake, if you'd like to ask him. I, I would. Yes, our people have been faithful to the Sea Mother for as long as our city has existed, but now, partisanism has threatened to tear our people apart. I believe in... A more civilized and transcendent society where we do not rise above and 
put these deities above our own well-being, but no one seems to think my ideas are of particular importance. Fancy fish. Sea monster? Mother? What? The sea mother has been the predominant deity of my people for many years, however. The Deep Father has become a, a point of contention for the other half. A faction that has grown in power. One of the many reasons I decided to leave the conflict between the two sides. What does the Deep Father look like? Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Let's keep asking Wookie questions he doesn't know the answer to. Um. <laughs> answer the question. Wookie to Dragonborn lay eggs. <laughs> Wait. Which came first, the Dragonborn or the egg? The egg. Dragonborn. The egg came first. Well, that's because you believe in evolution like a heathen. Get him! Yeah, he believes in evolution laughs against the sea mother. I know what came first for the dragonborn. Who was the first the person? The of the dragonborn. Ah. Uh, listen, who came first? Um, the dragon or the bard? <laughs> Giggity. Oh. I mean, if it's a bard, the dragon. Yeah, because we all know bards give that good loving. And as you guys discuss the finer points of bard and dragon intercourse, you make your way out into the dark lake, setting sail. Um, wait, yeah, just setting bro. I just swim. What if the dragon was the bard? A series of unknowably large caverns pass through. Some of you traveling in the boats, others swimming, each one taking in the dimensions of these, uh, of these caverns, immediately disappearing beyond your senses and ability to comprehend how just large they are. When the current that slowly pushes you brings you to an abrupt wall whose only feature in the blackness is a void into which the steady flow of the dark lake pushes you through, chamber to chamber. Something knocks the boat and then swims away. Did I see what it was? It's too fast. What do you mean it's too The next passage uh you approach delineates the wall from the gloom which presses towards your craft until no more than a couple feet of clearance on each side of you. Barely navigable, you continue. You could reach out and touch the cavern walls as you pass, which seem to be a deep purple crystal whose sparkle twinkles as you pass the light cast from the torches shimmering off the walls. The occasional water drop or rustling echo far overhead amplified by the strange and huge terrain making your head reel trying to comprehend just how high the arcing crevices reach. 
And as you continue to drift through the endless caverns of the Underdark, the Dark Lake, so huge, you realize you could spend your entire lifetime, a civilization could rise and fall without entirely mapping these huge maze-like caverns. You see two bassinets hover into sight. Do what now? <laughs> a thin gleam reveals a needle-like sword arcing through the air ponderously before stopping at a point. Pressing into the space, you see the needle tip puncture and then pull down, tearing the fabric, the fabric of reality, creating a rip through the dimensions into which the two bassinets enter. You see the needle stitch the strands of existence, mending the tear and glimpse the shadows of under the bassinet. A snake? Zantanov? Aye. You see those Kaltoa emerge from the darkness all around you encircling the boats. With malicious intent? Very malicious intent. Gonna like tap on the bottom of the boat. You so guys hear a snake thing dangling from the ceiling? Question mark. You guys saw two bassinets enter a portal, a rip into the dimensions, and then close that portal behind them. Okay. Looks like dragons from Legends of Zelda. And then all of a sudden, four Kaltoa erupt out of the water, jumping into your boats, almost threatening to capsize some of you as you guys are now an initiative under assault by this team of Kaltoa. That's not right. Oh no, I didn't get any boats. That's oh, uh, very pretty. Yeah, I like this map. This very pretty one. Oh, and I didn't get any Kaltoa maps. Jeez, I didn't even prepare at all on this one. My bad, guys. Just put a little goldfish PNG there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Four boats. I'll let you distribute yourselves among those as you see fit. And let me get a couple. Um... Damn, I thought I had these these tokens set up. I'm an idiot. I apologize. Oh, our tokens go underneath the boats. <laughs> no. I'm stuck under the boat. <laughs> I can't get on the boat, you guys. I'll fall off. Hey, look, I'm on the boat. Oh, that's so funny. It looks like this cow toe is giving thumbs up. Who's 
the assumed party leader? We haven't decided that. Oh. <laughs> Big. Big fish. Mm -hmm. There's eight of these guys. Two, oh, three, you just have a field day with it. Yeah, copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. And then one of these guys is special, so I'll make him big. The boss. It's the big old boss man. Aim for that one. <laughs> Get him, he's the leader. Get him. So if I could please get some initiative, I will take it. Oh, you guys already ran it. Yeah, Wookie, you need to pay attention. I'm sorry. Ooh. I think... Oh, my. Oh, no, no, that's a sanity check. Oh, my. I think these guys are going first. All right. Yeah. Close in on you guys. believe I've got everyone out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Get you with the bat and then with the claws. Plus six to hit, which means... This is 19 at you, Grex. Yes. Get you a little bit of a nibble. It's going to be 1d4 plus 2. Hmm. I am rolling so many ones. That's my third one tonight. Three damage for you, Grex. Okay. Natural 20 on Finn. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's, what's the... Wookie, is that oh. is that as they're attacking with that nat twenty right there when they're attacking with that? Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere around the world, like the whole area seems to like warp and bend as it hits a guy that's next to Vin instead of Finn. What? Vin, um, as it hits oh. a guy next to Dinthalore. Fuck He's yeah. He's using uh, let me see. the cloud rune. Cloud rune, yes. As long as he's within 60 feet, you can redirect the attack. He's within 60 feet. 30 feet. That's going to be five damage onto that fellow there. 30 feet? I'm sorry, Mark, says 60. Random innocent bystander. Two, three, one, two, three. I'll call that close enough. That's like 30, 35 feet. Man, I like me a base. Hey, Wookie, wasn't it a crit stage? Don't you gotta add some more damage? You're right, I do need to double that four. I did roll max damage on the four, so that's eight plus the one, that's nine. Thank you, sir. 
okay, okay. No, just making sure you're just dealing enough damage. Which one did you reroute the attack to? The one in front of you or behind you? Um, the one behind him. Nice. Because he's aware of all of them because he has blind sight. God, that's some fucking monk shit. Wait, did you some just monk kill shit that guy? coming from the fighter? God, you <laughs> cu <laughs> cut him in half. You just dropped him <laughs> down to half health. All right, that is gonna do it for those two guys, and then coming over to Zantanov, who's engaged in the water. A one and a two. <laughs> ho, ho. Uh, I guess these guys are bad at fighting in the water. Dang. Yeah, Zant I apologize. They're just bad. And Zantanov, um, no, excuse me. Uh, Denthalor, does a 19 hit you? Yep. It's going to be five damage from that one. And three damage from that one for a total of eight. Oh no, eight damage. You better not take that tone with me, sir. I'll have the big bad go right on over to you. <laughs> sure, they don't like fire damage. I mean, I can still deal some fire damage. Make some fish dicks. I love fish dicks. Question, how long has it been since our uh, last encounter? At least a four or a few hours, plus your short rest, I'd say about four hours. Okay, so my arcane weapon should still be good if I'm concentrating. Yeah, you wouldn't have lost uh, concentration falling in the water from eight 60 hour feet. long cast with concentration. Yeah, you're fine. Alright, sweet. Greg's, you're up. Um. Hmm. Yeah, but I can. Go ahead and use bones action to create the echo. Oh no! Scratch that. Third level slot. I'm going to attack the large one, and then the Echo, I'm going to use the Unleash Incarnation ability to have the Echo attack the one in front of Finn. I love it. Twenty-one to hit the big one. Twenty-one hits. Ten flashing damage. Got it. And then the twelve to hit the small one in front of Finn. I think that's just gonna miss. And that is the end of our turn. Yeah, Twelve just sails over his head. He ducks ya. That's going to do it for Grex's turn. Zantanov. Uh, 
can I shoot a bow in the water? Of course. Alright. Underwater combat for ranged weapons specifically. Uh, anything past the minimum distance automatically misses and then also your disadvantage. Not underwater. I, I want to be above water at least. Pop up to the surface, take a shot at the uh, folks out of the water. Just on the big guy. Just, just putting that out there. What was that roll? So, just so I understand it, within range. Anything beyond the range of the gun automatically misses? Anything beyond the minimum range. So that's so where like 20, 60, it'd be 20. Maximum range. Right, Anything right. The minimum range is just automatic miss. That makes sense. Unless you're shooting like a harpoon gun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, that makes sense if you're shooting an air weapon in the water. Mm-hmm. But popping out onto the surface and taking a pot shot. Okay, so this one is at advantage because that will it doesn't. Fourteen hits. Okay, then there's a second one because of dread ambushing. Twenty-six crits. Okay, and the damage for these using shadow strike and dread ambusher will be. And oh dear, oh my, oh boy, oh my. Oh, what I rolled the ignore the second pluses because I rolled from longbow for the second, but uh, it's all right, so that's 20, 24, and that would be 33 damage total, correct. Yeah, there's force on the one of those. Oh, wait. No. Don't. Oh, my. That really hurt. I lie. There is force on that. Hold up. Ah. This is actually an excellent opportunity for me to tell you about your bow. So you noticed that once you retrieved your bow back from the chest that was locked, something was off. And as you look down at your bow now in more detail, you notice the extremely powerful ritual magic that has sealed away the consciousness inside of the bow, locking some of its abilities away. You thought your bow was just giving you the silent treatment, but no, it has in fact been sealed by the priestess Ilvara. I mean, a bow's a bow. It is, and some of the bow's statistics are going to be reduced until you can find a way of freeing your bow from the magics placed on it by the dastardly drow priestess. So is it less damage than the regular bow? Because I'm using regular bow damage and regular bow attack stuff. Oh. Oh, wow, you already did that for me? <laughs> yeah, because you took it away. I did, but I wanted to... I want to do the story thing. No. <laughs> no anyway, story for seven, you. <laughs> no yeah, okay. Seven extra force damage, by the way. Thank you. All right, that's going to push it over to that number. Anything else on your turn? Now, that is some sniper-ass stuff right there, Zantanov. 
Yeah, 57 total damage. <laughs> hey, I did... Wait, 57 total? Yeah. Well, I did my math wrong. That is going to be enough to kill him. How do you want to kill the Kaltoa Monitor? I'm just going to shoot him in the head with the arrow and hope his head explodes because of the amount of pressure. Into little chunks, you're like, whoa, that shouldn't explode that much, but it did. Finn, you're up. Alright, um... I'm gonna go ahead and... So, is this one... I'm on the edge of the boat. This one would be in the water. Correct. I'm gonna... Attempt to slash at it. Shing shing. Get off my boat. Get off my plane. Uh, 14 hits. Okay. Four slashing. Four slashing. I'm not going to do Arcane Weapon because I reread the description and it, it's only if it's a third level casting slot. Understood. Thank you, sir. I've got the damage on that particular fishman. Down the lore. Uh, oh, uh, anything else on your turn? No, I'm good. Understood. You don't want to hop into one of the other boats, maybe take a take a dip, slide into the water? No? No, I'm good. Alright, Denvalor, you're up. Alright. So, the one that got hit with the, um, his friend's attack, Denvalor's gonna spin around on his heels and hit him with his maul. Whack. Sixteen hits. Jeez, jeez, that fucking hurt. Just gonna. <laughs> now tell me again. I know you already said which one you're attacking, but one more time for me. The one that got hit with the um, the magic rerouting. That's gonna be enough damage to kill him. Ah, nice. He's gonna pull the new man. With the mace and the. Just absolutely obliterate his head as he comes around with it. You guys are head popping everybody. What is this? Uh, the boys? You guys are just popping heads over here? Of course. It's fun. I imagine they go wee like grunts do. Wee! From Halo. Yeah. <laughs> or they play the, ha or the happy birthday surprise thing. Wee! Confetti everywhere. Anything else in your turn, sir? Um, nope. Back up to Grex. Alright. I'll don't they go before me? Oh. Yeah, I don't have them in the initiative. Thank you. Yeah. Could you remind him? I have play I have small fish brain like Katoa. How dare you? That's a very offensive stereotype towards Katoa. You're right. That is very wrong of me. I shouldn't have done that. It doesn't matter how true it is. You shouldn't say things like that. If you have nothing nice to say, say it in private behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> 
Assuming both those hits you do not hit you, an 11 will miss you, correct, Denthalore? Yep. 20 on Zadtanov. Roll the other attack while I'm here. Does a 23 hit you, Zadtanov? Uh, one moment. It may have. Mm, all right. I need to know if a 21 or a 23 hits you. Yes. All right. I'm going to go ahead and stab you with their spears for three damage. And also seven damage. Total of ten damage from the spear and damage. Pearson. going to be it for them take a couple swings on Finn does a 19 at you Finn yeah 14 uh no you take 6 damage and I think a 21 will hit Grex yeah oops Uh, I shouldn't have rolled that. Nope, there were not enough. Uh, my bad. So that four misses you, and that guy's already dead. I had a question. Go ahead. Is it still dark? So dark. The only illumination that is not being cast by the Dark Vision Pope, folks, is coming from the dropped, I'm assuming dropped, uh, torchlight in one of the boats. So how are the fish seeing? The fish actually have a magical ability to see around them. Because they are super spiritually entuned, they are enlightened and are able to see through the force. Does that count as dark vision? Or I don't think it is dark vision. I think it has something to do with their religious religiosity. How much damage was that last thing again? To you, 10 total. Mm. And with that, we're going to come back over to Grex. Going to attack the one in front of me. And then going to use Unleash Incarnation again to have the... Echo, make an attack against the one in front of Ben. Fourteen hits. Unfortunately, the one does not. Yeah. Maybe five damage to that one. Then... Two ones, man. I'm sorry, bud. It's slippery. You know, you gotta, you're gotta. you losing your footholds. You're sliding all over the place. Damn slippery bastards. As you're one-handing it, grip it like you mean it. I'm going <laughs> to make another attack against the one in front of me. Go ahead. Firmly grasp it. <laughs> 14 hits. 11. 
So 16 total to the one in front of Greg's. Oh, I think he's... Do it happens eat the advice. Barely still standing. Yep. He's on his last legs. You can see him spittling all his slimy spittle all over the place. That's gonna be Zantanov's turn. What hit me? Unfortunately, both the you are surrounded, and both the individuals got uh, got a poke in on you. Which one hit me harder? The one behind you. Cool. Oh, I have a question for future reference. Am I allowed to grapple something with my tentacles and attack on the same turn, or is it like the same regardless? I'll allow it. You got eight tentacles. Why not? Okay, so I'm going to shoot the one that hit me harder. Mm-hmm. Never mind, I guess I'm not. Slippery bastard, it glances right off his thick hide. And I'm going to grapple the one in front of me, the tentacles. You tie him up. Like Hoist Gracie, he is grappled. He also takes two constrict damage. Oh, wow. I've got it. And he is grappled. I can't drown a fish, but I mean, I'll try. Well, these are fish men. Gonna drown them. Ah, wait, you're right. They're amphibious. But wait, no, they're not amphibious. They are specifically not amphibious. Drowning it. Right, I will. Actually, yeah. Can I use my movement to drag this one down under with me? Absolutely. Like a python drowning an alligator in the Florida bayou, you start squirming and ripping them down into the water. Finn. Yeah, alright. Um... I'm going to recast Arcane Weapon on my deck. Uh, and I'm going to do... Uh, acid damage. Hell yeah. So that... 15? 15 minutes. Alright, 7 plus... Gentleman in front or behind you? Uh, same one I hit before. The one in the water. Got it. Me, or, that I'm facing at. Yeah, seven, so six, seven plus six. 13 plus the four. Oh, he is on a barely standing. He's on his last leg. Literally his last hit point. <laughs> Devalor. Awesome. Well, I'm going to hit the one in front of me. Yeah. That's going to hit. No. You bash your mace into his guts and he doubles over and immediately starts puking into the water. 
Deep Father be praised, I'll have your soul. You will be sacrificed to the Deep Father, so his bloodthirst might be sated. I'm gonna action search. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna hit him again. Yep. That's gonna uh, hit him. That's gonna kill him. And he's gonna bring them all down right on his head and just like, like so you know how it was like, and like um, I don't know how to explain it, but like his head just like goes into his chest, like like a whack-a-mole thing, like a turtle. You all in- goes down, and his head just completely goes into his body. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, plak, splashes back and tumbles into the dark lake. Can I paddle this boat? Yeah, you can. Where do you want to move the paddle boat? I'll move the paddle boat up to this other boat so I can climb onto the other boat with the other people. Hell yeah. He's going to move to be... Oh, that's not... He's going to move right here. Right there. That's the end of his turn. Zantanoth, you see the Kaltoa looking around and at all the bodies dropping down into the Dark Lake, trailing blood as their bodies descend down into the Black Depths, and then are pulled down deeper by something. Hmm. These Kaltoa are going to look at each other and immediately start to swim away. Swim away! Wait, the one I'm grappling is swimming away? He is going to try and get out of your grapple. Can he? Nope. <laughs> but this one's gonna hightail it out of there. Can As... I opportunity that one? Yes, you can. I'm gonna give everyone an attack of opportunity as all these Kaltoa immediately try and run away. Can I grapple the one as an opportunity? Wookie, I have a question. Wait, Wookie, I have a question. Those two Kaltoa, these two, mm. they were in a line, right? Yes. All right. Can I use my breath weapon as? An attack of opportunity. Mm, give me a second on that. You're trying, Zantanov, you're trying to grapple not only the one you're currently grappled with, but the other one as well? Yes. You do have eight tentacles. Mm. Even if I have to use all eight on one and just my arms on the other. Give me a strength roll, and I did roll in that 20. Well, then I guess there's no point. <laughs> He's, uh, you got a good hold on him, but he's able to slip out of it. Not roll that contest until after. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. And these, uh, these Kaltoa have an ability to use a sticky shield as a reaction. Which isn't what I thought it was, but, um, (laughs) essentially they can try and grab your weapon away because they have a sticky shield. But they're not going to use that. This one's trying to book it, hightail it out of there. This one's still going to be drowning. For the breath weapon, I'm going to allow it. You see these two guys trying to book it and dive back into the water. And as they are about halfway, half submerged, uh, torsos in the water, legs still flopping out, go ahead and hit them with the breath weapon. It's going to be a deck save. Oh, that's minimum damage. 
12 and 15. Um, the 15 passes. He takes half damage. Okay. What is the damage? Six? Six. One of the Kaltoa, you see the legs curl inward as you turn them into frog legs and roast them. He's dead. Oh. Yeah, the acid just, like, tears through their body. This one gets away, so it looks like four of the Kaltoa are going to be getting away. Uh, that one that I was... That one, I had one HP left. Oh. I was going to fling a card right into its head. <laughs> right into his brain. And Grex? Yep, that's going to do it. 15. 15 and 21 both hit. And one... Rolls back the card damage because it popped up as I clicked. 10 damage. Yeah. Grex, you... Was it four? And okay, you take a meaty chunk out of the Kautoa as he retreats. He'll remember that, but he Is still he gets away. The almost dead ones derived. Wait, that was the almost dead one? The, the one, one that I, Greg, I. She was continuously hitting. Was oh, you're dead. right. You're right. It had two hit points left. You're right. That one's toast as well. Card slices right through its head. <laughs> So She's going for headshots. <laughs> headshots. It's like a cod lobby in here. I, I, I do want to point out one thing you notice is every time I throw a card, it always ends up coming back to the deck. Ooh, boomerang. <laughs> Item infusions. And with that, you guys are now out of combat. Bubbling up to the surface, you feel Xantanoff emerge out of the water and then after a moment, drag up one of the Kautoa as a prisoner, looking around wild-eyed, hands up. Please, let me go! Ah, that's a great job. <laughs> Can I? Oh yeah, while he's still being shamed. Uh, two extra bludgeoning damage. And we're going to go ahead and leave combat now as you guys continue to drift down the dark lake through the currents. I want to ask the fish man about what I saw in the lake. You what did you see at the bottom of the lake? I don't understand. It was big. It had four eyes. There's been rumors. Something has entered the dark lake below us all. I do not know what it was. I, I swam for maybe an hour or so. And it, I'm ashamed to say, but it escaped me. Well, when I get afraid and I need guidance, I turn to the Deep Father. 
I'm gonna give him two, another squeeze. Two extra bludgeoning. <laughs> I can't help but think of that uh, Star Wars. The guy character. from Star Wars. That's <laughs> <laughs> a trap. No, the in the from the Jar Jar movie. Yeah. Movie with Jar Jar the. Baby <laughs> Gordon. No, I think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, I think he's faking this accent and stuff because, like, the one we're traveling with. <laughs> Doesn't sound like that in the slightest. Yeah. But he's a sophisticated cutter. I have, through many years of meditation and thought, have trained myself to enunciate. <laughs> and you don't have to shake your head when you talk. <laughs> that was a nervous habit I had to leave behind. Oh. Mm. Wookie, is there actually, like, a bunch of gold in the water beneath us, or is that just map flavor? Map flavor. It'd be cool oh. if there were. <laughs> only. And as you guys travel along, bumped here and there by the current of the Dark Lake being led by Shusha, you guys Correct. emerge Correct. into the... You all emerge into the largest cavern you've seen yet. And very faintly at the edge of the vision, you see emerging a giant net. And as you approach closer, you see more distinctly emerging through the darkness, an enormous town, a village. Oh, welcome to my home, Shlubladop. And oh, you I guys- weird words. <laughs> and you guys approaching this village see that this is the village of the Count Toa on the eastern edge of the Dark Lake from a distance it looks like a massive tangle of reeds stretching into the darkness lit by glowing spots of phosphorescence upon closer approach a series of rickety towers can be seen lashed together by ropes and planked bridges set haphazardly patterned even above ground, the Kaltoa build and align with their three-dimensional aquatic sensibilities, constructing their great city, as it were, underwater. And as you guys saddle up your boat towards one of the docks and make your way towards this enormous net embedded with hooks and other jagged points meant to catch things passing through it, we're going to leave it there for tonight. Ooh. Hey. Sweet deal. Thanks for another good session. Yeah, yeah. There's no time limit on the echo. It just lasts until it dies. So Grex just permanently has just a twin walking next to her. It's all like gray and almost like glassy. <laughs> In the Underdark, it fits right in. Can't even really tell. Yeah. I've been keeping them. I have a similar ability, but like at this point, since you did yours first, I've just kept it. Oh. <laughs> but that's the whole point of my class. That's not fair. 
Well, mine is a legit shadow. Mine's an echo with dunamis. Yeah, mine's just a shadow. As always, thank you all so much for playing. Good night. Although I'm realizing that do-wielding with the echo, not that effective. <laughs> You're trying to be noob Cybot.